Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon Clearing with Sports Talker Brandon. On this Tuesday, today we're talking about two things. Monday Night Raw from last night, one major thing WWE did from this from Monday morning that kind of shakes up WWE Network and how they do pay per views and all that. Very interesting. I'll get to it. And then also the AFC Championship games from this past weekend, we have the Super Bowl set, which will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. That should be really fun. Looking forward to that. But let's get off with let's start off with the WWE news that happened yesterday morning. WWE announced, along with NBC Universal, that they are going to combine, they're going to buy WWE Network to put it on Peacock, which is the NBC streaming service. I think this is a good idea. Ultimately, if you're combining the two services, you're paying less. You're only paying $4.99 in the U.S. for it. Um, it's only going to be in the U.S., nothing overseas or in other parts of the world as of right now. Um, the deal is worth $1 billion dollars. For five years, so 200 million dollars per year. This just gets more people to see WWE content. They kind of had to deal with them already because they did. USA did some special things with, um, like some older stuff WWE had in their library. Somebody did bring up in a video I watched this morning from Russell Talk. They had a guy said it's easy to search for stuff on WWE. Yeah, their search functionality, all the stuff you want to try to find about a certain wrestler or a certain match or a certain type of match, easy to find. Peacock, nonetheless, not so easy to find. But if they can integrate the two and make it where they're two separate launchers or it's um, it's kind of the same together, but there is a way to get to WWE stuff a little bit easier, I don't think it'd be a problem. Outside of that, I'm not really thinking it's going to be a bad idea. You save a little bit of money. You're still getting all the great stuff WWE makes, <clears throat> like Broken School Sessions, all that kind of stuff. So you have all that content there. And you get the Peacock, the Peacock stuff on top of it, like um, The Office, Parks and Rec, all that kind of stuff. So they're getting the best of both worlds. I think the only reason they kind of did this is because WWE Network hasn't... It's been lucrative for them. That's why they're doing this deal. But I think also it hasn't been the big thing they thought it would be where people really would subscribe and want to keep it. And I think with this, you get a lot more people who might look at it and try it out. And you might get a lot of new people who get Peacock and then they have, oh, we have the WWE, so I can start watching the older wrestling stuff. So that might bring people in too. Overall, I'm pretty interested in what they're going to do. They haven't said when they're going to integrate people from the WWE Network to Peacock. If you already have WWE Network in here, and they want, they're going to move you over. They haven't really mentioned that they're going to make that, that later date. This will all kick off March 18th, right before Fastlane that Sunday. Um, or Fastlane will be that pay, first pay-per-view that Sunday. So then we'll have that, and then WrestleMania will be the big showcase of the, the service. Overall, not a bad deal. I think people are kind of worried because it might change a lot of what they would do as in the, as in the network. 
But other than that, nothing to see. I don't see nothing really bad there. Let's go right into last night's Monday Night Raw, which was kind of bad, terrible, nonetheless. Um, this show was all over the place. I don't really get where they were going with the show. They tried to do a lot of They they um they tried to build to the Royal Rumble, build Goldberg, McIntyre, but everything else, other than that, like they the show didn't really build to the Royal Rumble. It built it was kinda like eh, up and down. So let's start off. Show kicks off with the um Drew McIntyre coming out, he cuts a promo saying, you know, I'm glad to be back in the Thunderdome. I think for all the fans who Give me well wishes and everything. I appreciate everything y'all done. And I'm going to dedicate the match to the WWE Universe. And, you know, we just have to get through this together and we can beat this really genuine problem by Drew McIntyre. Thanks for nothing less. Drew's a good talker. Um, then, so Miz and Morris, Miz kind of says, you know, I'm the money to make champion. I can, I can, or money to make holder. I can do what I can't anything to win. Y'all can have a really strong match, really brutal match, and but I can come in and cash in to win the belt. I can be the new WWE champion. And Miz says, you know, says the whole like new WWE champion thing like the announcer was like the ring announcer was saying. Um but ultimately after this Goldberg comes out, Goldberg says tells Drew you're next Miz and Morris are on the apron. They're kind of instigating things. And as they're instigating things, Drew and Goldberg just look at both of them, throw both of them in the ring. Goldberg hits Miz with a spear. Drew hits Morris with a claymore, knocks them both out. They go back to their each other. Goldberg walks off, and that ends the segment. <clears throat> um, this ultimate segment was actually probably better thing about the show. I think the way they did it was good. I kind of thought they might say this for the main event, but they didn't. Because the Rumble's the bigger thing. Um, then we had a match between Charlotte Flair and Jayla Baser next, but before that, Charlotte Flair was back in Gorilla cutting a promo, and she says, you know, I'm Mrs. WrestleMania. I've done everything. I'm going to win the Rumble. I'm going to get back on top. And then Charlie Cruz asked, asked, uh, asked Ask about her dad, and you know, he used to do this when I was a child, and I thought it was cute, and now it's just kind of sad. Um, Charlotte versus Shayna Baszler was a decent match, started off pretty back and forth. Charlotte's about to put in the figure eight right away. Now, I just called DQ. We have a then Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke come out to fight, fight them off. Then we have Lacey Evans coming out. Um, so then Lacey Evans come out. They have a six-woman tag. Lacey Evans, Nia Jax, Tana Baszler versus Dana Brooke, Charlotte Flair, and uh, Mandy Rose. Um, I'm actually kind of interested. To, so this is an interesting match. Good back and forth. Randomly, Charlotte throws... Shane Blazer out the ring. She kind of hits her head on the ring steps. We don't know because it wasn't really sure how that happened. 
Um, so then, after that happens, Charlie Bailey gets counted out. The ref counts ten, which was supposed to, was probably like was supposed to be a botch. And then, so the heels walk up stage, or the face walk up, heels walk up stage, and Adam Pearce comes out to restart the match, and he says, "Do you want them to restart the match? Do you girls?" Okay, ref, restart the match. <laughs> so I restarted. Good little back and forth. Nia Jax pretty much dominates the second half of this match. To win, she hits a very dangerous looking like show slam. This slam looks look painful to my Dan Brooke, but. And then that end, that. They win. The heels win the, the match. Dana Dan Brooke gets pretty much destroyed at the end. This was a decent match. Not a decent match. Not great. Then we had Slapjack versus Xavier Woods. Before this, Ali cuts a promo saying, you know, I'm happy that you're out of the Rumble. Kofi, you, were, you ruined my chance two years ago. And I'm gonna take you out, and so they had a good back and so they he beats up. There was and the Slapjack have a good back and forth match. They were on the top most of the match. Um, he hits this Shining Wizard to win, and. Then, um, after this, Ali and them get in the ring. They beat up on Xavier Woods. He grabs a chair. He's about to hit Xavier Woods with a chair. No, he just pulls the chair out, sits on it, grabs the mic, says, you know, go tell Kofi that he can't be in the match. I'm going to take his place, and I'm going to win the War Wumble. And <clears throat> then they leave him laying. Which is really good. I think this was actually one of the better other segments. Uh, I'm gonna say positive things about this. Everything wasn't great, but I think there's a few good things in each segment. Um, after this, the Hurt Business is having their MVP lounge. Before this, though, we see our troop talking to um, so we see yeah we see our troop talking to Riddle, and they say, he says that you know. The Hurt Business are going to throw away a party. There are going to be 24 car- gold carrots and all this. And, you know, it's a secret, so don't tell anyone. And the real says, I'll keep your secret. And the Hurt Business come out. They do their VIP lounge. Bobby called this meeting, and um, uh, MP says, we have a match to be thinking about against Riddle. We'd be focused. And he tells Alexander, be focused. And... Uh, then... We see, then we then we hear uh, Lashley talk. Lashley says, you know, you've done so much for us, MP. We wanted to get you a gift. And we're all draped in gold, so we want you to be draped in gold. They gave us, like, this nice chain that said THB, which is the Hurt Business, which is really cool, really cool gift. And Shelton's about to say something, but Alexander cuts him off. Alan says, you know, I had the designer pick it out for you. Designer, do you know what you're talking about? Our truth comes out. Truth says, oh, I'm here for the birthday party, and you left me off the guest list. And and he's like, what are you talking about? And they're kind of confused. 
And, repeat, and then Lashley says, oh, I forgot to get your gift, Truth, but you come and ring, I'll hand it to you. They're going to beat him up. Before that can happen, the rest of the 24-7 division comes out, runs Truth off, Shelton and then just beat the rest of those guys up. And I really enjoyed this. I think this was really fun. But at the same time, it's kind of hokey a little bit. Um, but I think ultimately it made sense. It was fun. It made the bids look cool. But also the real thing beforehand was not that great. So then we had... Another R-Truth second backstage where he says he wants to be, he's telling Adam Pierce he wants to be in the Money in the Bank match, which he meant the Royal Rumble. And he says, um, uh, he says that I'll give you a match for Royal Rumble, but <coughs> but <coughs> there's not there's nobody you can well, have to find somebody for you really to face. AJ walks up with almost. AJ says, "You know, I'm being a good person. I'm going to help um, Raw Truth try to make the Royal Rumble." So they have, and they agree. They have a match later on, which is actually a pretty easy match. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. I, I love the R Truth stuff because it's not he's funny, he's cool, he's done so much in the business, he's almost four years old. So he's not I love his stuff, so it's actually not bad. A lot of it what it is kinda of weird he's in three different segments, but this was this was the second of the three, technically. Or four of the three. Um technically, but it wasn't bad at all. Then we had Seamus versus John Morrison. This match was hard hitting. She- Morrison was hitting with kicks and punches and elbows. Ooh. They're both going out here so far. So Sheamus finally gets the upper hand. Weeden with white noise. Miz gets on the mic and says, you know, Sheamus, do you want to win like that or do you want to face us two-on-one in a handicap match right now? And Sheamus is like, okay, fair enough. Come on. So we come back from commercial and Miz and Morrison are on top for most of the match. Sheamus gets a little hot tech comeback. He avoids a school swim finale hits a bro kick on Morrison, then Miz hits the full stretch on Sheamus to win. This was actually really fun. This I think this made Sheamus look really good, and I have to give him credit. They actually Sheamus really, really good. Um, so after this, we have a vaccine segment with, with Ric Flair and Lacey Evans. So Lacey Evans is learning from Wicker how to get out of a waist lock. As she's doing that, Charlotte walks in. Charlotte tells Lacey Evans to go leave. She does. And she tells her dad, you know, you. Um. <laughs> I think it's interesting how they they talk, but it sounds so low. It don't sound strong. Um, so she says, you know, I used to respect you, but I still, and Claire says, I still have a place here. I still have a part in this. And Charlotte says, you used to be a legend, but now you're becoming an old man. And as she's walking away, 
Uh, Lacey Evans just decks her with a woman's right. And Charlotte and Flair's trying to figure out if she's okay. And they said, we just need to get out of here. So they get out of here and walk off. And Charlotte's just down. Um, then, then after that, we have R-True versus AJ Styles. This was like a minute and a half match. Um, <laughs> uh, um, after this, so as the match going on, our truth gets scared by almost, and then AJ hits the cat, uh, hits the uh, calf crusher, truth taps out for the win. So uh, it was a short match. AJ was winning. He has a lot of momentum going into a rumble, which makes sense. But nobody else really does, which that's the other part of this. Nobody else really has like momentum going into into a rumble. But overall, still a decent match. And then uh, so Randy Orton and Lex Swift both have promos right after this. I'm not going to go through it all. Just repeating a lot of stuff we've already seen. But in the Alexa one, the Alexa says that she wants to be Rollins Hampton. I'll have a new toy. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. But they're both long. They both went 20, 10 minutes each or so, 5, 10 minutes. And they replayed a lot of stuff. The whole Randy promo from last week, they pretty much replayed. Um, then the Hurt Business versus Mandy uh, Riddle. So Riddle beats Shelton Benjamin pretty easily after the distraction by uh by Alexander. Then then uh, he's trying to stop Alexander from and, and Benjamin from fighting. And as he's on the apron, the bell rings, and MVP taps out in in like seconds after the bell rings because because of the distraction after the bell rings and Riddle getting like the heel hook in. Then Alexander gets in the ring. Alexander goes back and forth with him for a bit. And Alexander almost hits a two at one point. Riddle ends up picking up the win with a like roll up. He gets out of the ring. But as he gets in the ring, he hits the ramp. Bobby Lashley comes out. Lashley destroys Riddle with the hurt lock. And the, and the segment. I The best match on this was the Alexander match. But other than that, this only went about 15 minutes. <laughs> I thought this would go longer, but it didn't. Should have, maybe. <coughs> then, <coughs> then Edge comes out. <coughs> well, Edge has a backstage promo, like pre-recorded thing, where he talks about the Rumble and you know winning the WWE champ- winning the World Heavyweight Championship, had to relinquish the belt a week later after winning it, and he wants to get back to that place, and he talks about his mother and how you know, his, his mother just tells him just do it, just do what you need to do. And I, this was actually, out of everything on the show, this promo by Edge was really, really good. I say anything, go, away to, go, away, go out of your way to find this promo, because it was actually really, really good. And I enjoyed how they kind of tied a lot of stuff together. Um, I I'm actually kind of happy that Edge is going to be in the Rumble. I think it's going to be interesting to see what he does. 
I from Stephen Larson from Going Around, they talked about having Edge Perry fighting AJ Styles. That would be fun. Really fun match. Uh, so then we had um, the main event, which was Asuka versus Alexa Bliss. This match was really fun at first, kind of back and forth. Um, kind of the same tone from last week's match. Um, at one point, Alexa goes back to her normal self with the old music and her old gear, and she starts crying, but then she pops back up with her fiend stuff, hit, tries to hit the minimal claw on Asuka. Um, Asuka starts off a house of fire because she's like, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm on the upper hand at the beginning. But as she's trying to hit the minimal claw, uh, out of nowhere, Randy Orton comes out of nowhere and puts her in the RKO, hits it to cause the DQ. Then how the show ends, eh, kind of naff finish, but, or not naff, but kind of like unsatisfying finish, but I knew that was probably going to happen or it's going to be involved. Where this leads to, I don't know. We'll see what goes on. Overall, I think this is raw. Like I said, explain this raw. This was not a great show for two reasons. One, this is a pretty bad raw in general, but it's also pretty bad when you're going into the World Rumble pay-per-view, which is happening this Sunday, and you really haven't built much up. We only know one match, technically, outside the Bentham Women's War Rumble, we're going to have both of the... Men's title champ, champion, main champion, top champions are going to be on the show. Are we, we're going to get Sasha Banks and Charl, uh, Carmella. We don't know if we're going to get the U.S. title or the Cotton Carolina title. We might get the Intercontinental one. But outside of that, nothing else. Don't know if we're going to get tag belts on either side or Raw with this championship. But we'll see. Um, I. I watched it. I almost tuned out of it halfway through. I didn't tune out of it. The ending, like, it was felt long. It felt like a long show, but three hours are long, so I'm not surprised. Um, but overly, overall, I would give the show about a two out of, four, two out of five, two and a half, 2.5 out of five. It wasn't great, but it wasn't, like, terrible, terrible. It was just bad. <laughs> it was just bad. Like, it wasn't, like, one level, but it wasn't, like, a... It wasn't, like, a average it was below average it was like so below average it was not even great um like i said out of anything edge promo riddles gone the match the alexander portion the ending portion and then i think the only other thing i really enjoyed was the mcintyre thing at the beginning that's because mcintyre is good he's the champion he can make anything sound good but i do thank you for listening hope you did enjoy i'll be back on thursday to do the nxt review and get my predictions for prediction for the Super Bowl. Plus, by that point, we should have we should have predictions for Royal Rumble. I don't know. If we don't, I'll have them on Saturday to do predictions for Royal Rumble along with the SmackDown review. But I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy and hope you for next time. See you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.